Hi everybody, my name is Illusion Weaver. Hey, and this is Cuckoo Pop. This is already Hunter's Lodge number four. Man, time's, time is flying. Hey, boo. I love it. Yorin and I have lots of gray hair to prove how much time is going by. <laughs> Absolutely. Alright, let's dive right into it. Let's start with a little bit of, uh, you know, just good news. Coin World is still growing really fast. We are now active in four regions. USA, Canada, UK and El Salvador. So we have 120,000 signups so far. And a couple of other really interesting stats. We have 60,000 active user vaults, which is incredible. So uh, we are absolutely blown away by the community and how much uh, people are building out their local hunting grounds. It's just awesome to see. So keep that up, guys. Yeah, the auction house is a smash hit, but you know, you probably already knew that. We have just completed our 50,000 auction this week. And we also sold 30,000 items in the shop. So these are signs of a very healthy game. And so let's just keep growing it until we are... Uh, 10 times as big as Pokemon Go. So we also have some really cool news is that we have now our first fully localized client active in El Salvador, which means we pretty much translated the entire game into Spanish, uh, trivia included. And that of course allows us to start rolling out to more Latin American countries this year. So more news about that later. I think the next one is Colombia, is that correct Bill? Yeah, we haven't put on the calendar yet, we'll see. Exactly, because first we are also expanding into Asia. We are coming to the Philippines. And the Philippines is going to happen in two phases. Phase one is a closed beta with 1000 slots, early access. We're going to have a whole bunch of cool Discord contests for all the beta testers. And everything you earn during the closed beta will be carried over into the full launch. So it's, you know, it's not, it's all for real. And the closed beta for the Philippines will start this month in April. The exact date will be announced very soon, but it is going to be in April. And then depending on how well the closed beta goes, some time after that we will do the full launch in the Philippines, which will then be open to everybody which will feature a two-week launch event and it will feature the Philippines QB and a couple of more surprises I can't talk about yet and of course a purple vault like we always do when we launch a new country. So that's that's what's coming in regards to our rollout into Asia. What I would do if you know people that live there, I would absolutely start talking to them about this game because you're really going to want to be in that thousand slot closed beta. What's happening in April? Let's start to talk about uh, some exciting new features that are coming to the game. The first one is we're going to add uh, more trivia to the game. So for US, Canada and UK, we'll add three new categories. Math, history and fashion. I know a lot of people are going to be super excited about fashion. I know I am. And of course, as usual, we'll also uh, have additional questions for the already existing categories. So we're continuously expanding our trivia database. El Salvador is also going to get more uh, trivia, so uh, we just finished the translation of uh, two categories, health and medicine and automotive, and these will be added in uh, to the El Salvador uh, database next week, I believe. Okay, first new feature. We were super excited to see that players were like proud to show off their QB collections. They, they you know, everybody has their own favorite QBs they want to show. So we created a feature uh, called the QB display cases, which will allow everybody to just show off their collection to other players. And everybody gets a common display case, but there will also be more rare display cases that can be obtained with keys. So how does this actually work? I'm going to give you a quick demo. So in the leaderboards now, if a player has a, a display case activated, you'll see a little uh, extra icon and then you can tap on it and you can see that player's display case. Let's go and check another player one. All right, let's take this one. 
Okay, so this guy only has a Doge QB and a Fire Dragon apparently. And then if you go to your own display case, you will see an additional option because you can then actually edit it. And then you can choose a team, like one of the cases. In this uh, alpha test, there's only one. And then you can order them any way you want. Also, one important thing to notice is these are all actually 3D versions of the cubes. So they're animated in the boxes, so those are not just icons, those are the actual cubes in 3D. So you can just drag them around, and if you, let's say I want to get rid of the doge, you can just um, drag it into the bin there, now it's gone, and then I can just go to my collection and add whatever I want. So let's say I want to add the UK QB, now it's there, and I guess, okay, I'm going to swap it with the turkey. Uh, so you can just drag and drop and create your, your display case the way you want it. So, you know, in this for this one, feature your top six QBs or whatever you want to show off on the leaderboards. Alright, big one here, no more keyboots. All keyboots will get replaced with system vaults, which is very good because if you're starting in a new area where there is not that many players yet, this would actually be helpful because you will have more vaults to hit. And a second part where it's actually also helpful, I don't know, many people probably wanted to place a user vault somewhere, but they couldn't because there was a keyboot too close by. Now they can because they can just take over the system vault. So it will give you a little bit more flexibility to build up stuff. But of course, how are you going to get keys? Well, we're going to supercharge the mystery boxes so the mystery boxes will drop much more keys than that they do now and that unifies the playing field a little bit for everybody because it doesn't matter if you live in a dense city like uh, Vancouver or in the middle of nowhere everybody will get the same baseline of keys every day you just need to open up your mystery boxes all right let's take a look at the uh, white super charts mystery boxes look like so these are the mystery boxes that drop in white tier countries like El Salvador so for El Salvador El Salvador players when they open mystery boxes they will have a high chance to get five keys or ten keys and medium chance to get 15 keys or 1000 resin, a low chance to get two blue keys or 50 white keys, and a very low chance of uh, 5000 resin. Alright, now supercharged blue mystery boxes, so every time you open a mystery box in the future, you're going to have a high chance that's either going to be 5 or 10 blue keys, medium chance on 15 blue keys, 1000 resin, low chance of 2 greens or 50, yes uh, that's right, 50 blues, and a very low chance of 5000 resin. That's everybody's baseline. On top of that, you will be able to earn additional keys by just reaching certain walking milestones and we do that by a new another new feature we call activity quests and so the first activity quest is centered about walking the more you hunt by walking the more extra keys you will earn so as you can see here uh, this player already achieved already walked uh, quite a lot in today so he achieved already goal one goal two goal three goal four and goal, goal five so that means he got three keys here three keys here four keys here five keys here another five keys here uh, and you know and this is also an exponential goal so it's quite easy to get the first couple of goals but the last goals six seven and eight you will need to walk a lot for that you, only players like smooshy will be able to consistently get all eight goals every day i believe and i mean if you do you're gonna have three trunks for legs i think after a month <laughs> so it's definitely going to be quite a, a challenge to get all the walking quests every day but have no fear we will add additional activity quests in the future for example biking roller skating whatever kind of transportation mode so this is just the first step is walking. So we are super excited about this change because this is going to change the whole dynamic of the game. It's going to put less emphasis on just mindless zombie driving and it's going to put more emphasis on actually doing things that are good for you. And this is just our first little step in that direction. But our goals is very clear. We want this game to be all about, you know, getting out, getting some fresh air, getting some exercise in, train your brain, you know, and, and stack some cryptos and have some fun while doing it. So this fits in line with that vision. Yeah, and we're going to keep track of it. So obviously we've got a lot of data that we're going to collect on the back end. We're going to see what feedback looks like. Uh, 
And also, just to give you a highlight, if you are super lucky and you get the maximum keys out, all your mystery boxes, and then you complete all 8 milestones in that day, you can get 210 blue keys in one day. That's, that's going to be the ceiling. Until we add, of course, additional activity quests and additional quests that you can generate keys from. Okay, so here is a little demo. So let's say I'm, I'm, let's say I'm almost there and just did the last steps to cover a milestone. So your box will appear over uh, QB's head and then you have 10 minutes to tap it. You see, I just completed the milestone. You have 10 minutes to tap it to claim your reward. So you can't just strap your phone to your dog, let your dog run in the yard for eight hours and then collect all the rewards when you come back uh, from work. That doesn't work that way because I'm sure some people would have tried that. All right. Okay. New Twitter picture flow. So this is something a lot of people complain about. You know, the Twitter box was sometimes annoying. Not You don't always want to take a picture sometimes. You, the, you know, the, the vault location is just not a nice location to take a picture of, but sometimes it is. So now, what we did now is we moved the Twitter picture functionality to the end of the flow, as you can see now. So after your two boxes, you get this. You can either take a picture or report an issue with the vault. So if you, let's say you decide to do a picture, one of our devs here uh, took a picture from the office. <laughs> that type of picture more than likely gets you banned. Oh yeah, this is just testing. <laughs> All right, and then the second part is uh, report an issue with this vault. So you, then you will be able to say, hey, this vault is in a bad location or wh whatever is wrong with it. You can then uh, submit a ticket to the support team to take a look at it. So that's the new Twitter flow. All right, another uh, small change we're gonna make. We we will allow people to unlink their export exchange. And why would you do this? Well, we're doing this because we're working on several mechanics to reward players that decide to keep their rewards inside the Coinhunt World ecosystem. We have talked about this a little bit. It's too early to like talk into details about this, so we're gonna spend spend a lot of time talking more about it in future Hunter lodges. But one of the things that we are looking into is a system that allow would allow people to uh, stake their in-game collected cryptos uh, and earn key rewards for it so that would be another method of gaining an incoming flow of keys but yeah like i said it's a little too early to talk about that all right let's move on so all these things i just uh, showed you guys that's going to be in the next big build which is probably going to be released in two weeks so mid-april maybe sooner okay so let's look what's happening after that what's happening in may hawaii event is coming one of my favorite events so happy it's coming back so the dates are going to be from may 4th to may 13th utc as usual we're going to have a new hawaii quest chain we're going to have two returning QB blueprints. We're going to have new, one new common QB blueprint, one new rare QB blueprint, and one new epic QB blueprint. That's five QBs in total you can collect during the Hawaii event. So let's take a closer look. First of all, of course, we have our two classics returning, the uh, common hula QB and the rare surf QB. Okay, then let's take a look at the epic the new epic QB for the hawaii event is going to be the sea turtle QB. this is the one i'm not going to spoil so i'm not going to show you what it looks like because it looks really awesome and i i, I kind of want to keep the epics a little bit of a secret for the first person who prints them but they it looks really really nice but let's take a look at the uh, next one the new rare QB is going to be the sneaky seal QB, and it looks a little bit like bill apparently we already smashed through 420 views viewers yep. I see 451 right now. Sweet. So what we were going to give everybody a mystery gift when we reached 420. But so here is what you do, people. At the end of the presentation here, log into uh, Coin Hunt World because we're going to take a snapshot of everybody who's logged into the game during the Hunter's Load. And all of these people are going to get a mystery gift. I'm really uh, stoked about this sneaky seal QB because uh, as you can see, it doesn't it doesn't have the regular QB legs. So we had to come up with a new walking animation and it looks super fun. So it's uh, quite a unique.
really QB. All right, but uh, you remember I said there is also a new common QB. There's something special about that new common QB. Let's take a look. The common QB for this Hawaii event is going to be Tiki Warriors, and it's a new randomizer blueprint. For people who have, uh, are new to the game, what is a randomizer blueprint? A randomizer blueprint are single-use blueprints, but they have a bunch of different outputs. It's like the cat QBs. Uh, so every time you print one, the blueprint is gone, but you get a randomized Tiki Warrior in return. And so the random uh, possibilities you can get, some of them are, have a high or medium or a low chance of happening. So here is what they look like, so, some of them at least. All right, so uh, how many of these uh, Tiki Warriors do we have? We had, with the cats, I think we had nine cats. So maybe we have 10 Warriors or maybe 15. Nah, what about 27? That's better. <laughs> I can feel the fear from a player. <laughs> yep, this is gonna be fun. Well, they don't know what's gonna happen if you have them all. Yeah, who knows what will happen. Alright, so Tiki Warriors, that's a new common randomizer blueprint. Okay, also we're gonna have a purple vault. So somewhere in one of the Hawaiian islands on a famous location, a purple vault will appear during the Hawaii event. Do not think that it's gonna be on one of these um, spots on the map here. That's just a graphic, so let me just, you know, make sure that nobody goes and checks all these points. It could be somewhere entirely different than this point this is purely just a cosmetic graphic <laughs> but yeah somewhere uh, during the uh, hawaii event there will be a purple vault okay let's talk about the hawaii question so this is a new type of question we're just uh, experimenting with um, with something what we like to do is like we have all these recording events happening throughout the year we would like to have each event having a, a little bit of a, of its own flair its own feeling so you know some people will like really love the um, the um, halloween event some people are in love with uh, more the style of the christmas event and so this is a Again, a totally different style. We, for this one, we try to reduce the RNG as much as possible. However, of course, all these things are a balance, right? So one of the good things about RNG is that, yeah, you could get lucky and you could get the epic after uh, 20 minutes of hunting, right? So with this system, that's impossible because it's effort-based. So you're going to need to solve uh, an exact number of vaults in order to advance through the quest chain and get the blueprints. It is still a lot of work, but at least you're not going to go nuts because RNG is not on your side. And for people who like the RNG grind, no worries. The other events will still feature the the traditional uh, RNG style. And the Tiki Warrior is still going to be RNG-based, so there's going to be a, just a little bit of both here in this event. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the two returning QBs, the common Hula QB and the Surf QB, they, are, they will just randomly drop from vaults like in the old uh, system. But since they're common and rare, that's not really... Uh, that They should drop fairly easy, as usual. Okay, so all, another thing that's new is that everybody who participates in the event, literally the very first quest block to solve is a very easy, it just costs one blue key, and as soon as you solve it, you will get an NFT uh, that you participated in the Hawaii event. That will be super obtainable for almost all players, as long as you at least solve the first quest block, you will get that NFT. And the NFT looks like this, actually. This is the NFT, so really cute. You get a participation trophy. Yeah, and from now on, we will do that for every uh, event. Like usual, there's going to be a big tickler for uh, completing the question at the end, which uh, contains a unique Hawaii HQ skin and an, a bunch of uh, random epic resources. And of course, additionally, the first five per country to finish the question get the unique behind-the-scenes NFT as well. Let's take a look at the Hawaii skin. So this is what the uh, Hawaii HQ skin look like. So you can turn your HQ into like a super cool beachy surf shack. So if you're hunting in Hawaii, you should have this. <laughs> yeah, so everybody who finishes the Hawaii quest chain will get this. All right, then let's talk. The event will be for everybody in the game, but the purple ball only in Hawaii. So you'll be able to get all the QBs, play the event from anywhere uh, that the game supported. 
Okay, let's take a little bit look uh, to uh, what's happening after Hawaii event. So what's happening in June? Well, we're still working uh, towards the structure system. So let me uh, show you where we are right now. The first thing we had to do was the, introduce the HQ upgrade system, which is done. Everybody has that in the game and I think new players are really enjoying it. It gives them like a sense of direction, gives them like a, a mission to complete. And it slowly introduces the newer, the deeper features of the game to them so they don't get overwhelmed with like a whole bunch of stuff they don't understand. Now the new key system, that's what I just talked about so that's happening this month probably in two weeks after that we're going to be working on the tagging system and once the tagging system is complete then we will start uh, releasing the first uh, blueprint structure blueprints all right uh, this one is for you Bill we've sent out the, the official application to people to do the merch license we've had some feedback uh, I'll be responding to it but the idea is to approve five vendors this month uh, or sorry yeah I guess April so we're going to approve five vendors this month and then uh, as quickly as we can try to get everyone else onboarded in May we started working on something really cool that I think the very first merchant uh, is going to want to participate in which is the ability to put tags uh, unique tags on the merch that you're selling and then we're going to put special in-game items to support the sales of that merch. So let's say it's, uh, I don't know, it, it, it could be like a QB stuffed animal. If you buy it, then we'll give you a special item in the game. And then even beyond that, we're also working on something where if you take the item with you um, as you travel around and play the game and go to special locations, you can get other special items as well. We've got some really cool stuff that's coming up. Um, we've got some landmarks that we're going to be working with. So this is going to be a, a way for the community to build a new landmark in the game that's going to have special rewards and potentially even different game mechanics around these different landmarks around the world. So the first one is going to be uh, the Yamashiro restaurant in LA, but we've got plans to do others in LA. We'll be doing some in Vegas and in uh, New York as well. But yeah, so we're working with uh, different brands on a pilot program and it's going to be happening in LA, in Vegas and in New York City. So those are in these cities, we have um, really iconic locations and on those iconic locations, we're going to build like um, custom structures on the map that you can only find there. They will have customized quests happening inside these structures that you will be able to do. So there will be like unique things on, on the coin door map on specific locations in the game. And like, and don't worry, it, this is just a pilot program in those two cities, but if the, once the technology works and we're, um, we know it's, it's, it's a, a lot of fun to do, we will expand this obviously to cities all over the world. Okay, so that's the end of the uh, presentation. I'll let you guys read this, but basically we're, you know, we're, we've got some other brands coming to game, and uh, the first one is kind of like related to sushi restaurants, and then uh, of course we're going to continue to do like NFT promotion throughout the game, and if you know artists that are releasing NFT collections, it'd be really good to uh, partner, so please, please send them our way, we'd love to do cl uh, cross collaborations, drop their NFTs in our game so that they can get some exposure, and make that, make the Discovery of the key really fun. Yes, okay guys, so that was the uh, Hunter's Lodge number four. I hope you guys uh, liked what you saw and I'm sure you have a bunch of questions. So in about 10 minutes, we'll open up the stage in our Discord. So just go to our Discord and join the Hunter's Lodge stage, which will uh, be opening in 10 minutes and then we can answer you, your questions. All right, that's it. Thank you. I don't know what happened. Okay. Maybe we can just uh, redo the last two slides. Start with that. Yeah, that's fine. Well, we, we can... Uh... We'll skip all the like super awesome juicy beans I spilled on the stream that you guys couldn't hear, and we'll just cover what was in the slides. <laughs> Should I just cover the stuff from the slides? Yeah, good idea. All right, all right. so.
Uh, we had just that last two sections at the end about the merch uh, contract. So I've sent out uh, responses to everybody uh, who applied for a merch contract. Um, some of you have sent some feedback or some questions. So I'll be responding to those today. But I think the most exciting thing, or, or I guess maybe the main takeaway here, is we want to get five people set up this month and then hopefully get the remainder of the applications you know, through the process and set up in May. But the idea, or rather, one of the things that we would like to do with this merch, with the merchant, uh, with the merchants is to do something where we can tie the goods that you're selling back into the game. So we'll, we'll probably start it with only one person, but you know, there'll, there'll be an opportunity where if you print a t-shirt or you create, you know, like a stuffed animal or what have you, we'll have QR codes on them. And those QR codes will be able to get scanned in the game. So if you physically buy an item from one of the merchants, you'll be able to scan that code in the game and get a special reward in the game. Depending on what the item is that you're buying, the reward could be very different. So it, it could be like a, you know, it could be a special QB, it could be a loot box, it could be a lot of different things. And then we also want to expand that so that if you're bringing this item to different locations in the world, like, uh, you know, we talked about uh, some of the legendary or what are we calling them? The landmarks that we're, we're building around the world. If you, buy a, if you buy an item from one of the merchants that has this QR code enabled, you'll be able to take it to other locations, scan them there, and also get different prizes. So you can imagine, let's say you buy a, I don't know, an Air QB stuffed animal or keychain. You bring it over to uh, Yamashiro's or you bring it to, you know, like a statue of Genghis Khan in Mongolia or something, you might get an even bigger reward than just being there and playing the game uh, by itself. So we're going to experiment with a couple of things like this. And so we're really excited to, uh, you know, get the ball rolling after all these months of announcing a merch program. We really want to get the ball rolling on this stuff and drive a lot of value for the community. And then the second slide I had was really just around new uh, partnerships that we've got in the pipeline. So uh, we've got some very special uh, brands, buildings, and landmarks that we're working with in LA, Las Vegas, and New York. And the one that I, I we can announce now is uh, Yamashiro's. So we're going to be doing something with Yamashiro's, uh, which is an iconic LA landmark and restaurant. Uh, so we're going to be doing something with them uh, that'll incentivize you to go there, you know, Part, uh, spend money at the restaurant and uh, or even just visit the location see the gardens and get a reward and and get something unique by being there and then on the brand side i can't tell you who this brand is yet but we we've got actually several brands in the pipeline one really close where you'll be able to go into a sushi restaurant and get a special prize and that'll be sponsored by this uh this quite a large brand that's really trying to help their their uh, restaurant network get more foot traffic. So if you own a sushi restaurant UV in LA, uh, you might be able to get something special from that. So that's it on my slides and we'll just kind of move on to the questions. Yeah, awesome. All right, let's get the first hunter on the stage. I think I'm already here. Oh, sweet. Hi, two hunter. Hi, uh, I'm a player. I recently started playing a couple months ago and during the most recent increase to yellow crane vaults, one went up in the city that I play in. However, Within 16 hours, it had been filled by less than a handful of players who hoarded resin for events like this. And by the chance that I had to get there, the entire thing was filled. I was a little bit disappointed by the fact that I wasn't able to get the construction blueprint. 
for my QB. I was wondering if a change could be implemented so that the first million resin donated to the crane count towards leadership points. And then if anybody after that fact wants to go down and donate a puck of 10,000 resin could get the construction blueprint. Yeah, I, yeah, that's not how it's work because I like the idea that if your cranes are filled in your local area, for example, in LA, all cranes are, have been filled for many months. So what happens then that the hunters who really want to, uh, you know, do a resin dump for leaderboard points, for example, or somebody who was just started and they want to have the, uh, the construction QB, you have two choices. You either buy it from the auction house or you take a look where there is a crane somewhere uh, in road trip distance and you go there and, and fill it up. And that's a much better mechanic, I think. We, we, I like to uh, in, uh, create incentives for players to go on, go a little bit further than they usually go. So, I, so you know, take I, I saw a couple of hunters from uh, California taking a road trip to uh, Arizona to, just because of the crane was not filled there. That's the kind of mechanic that I like. So I, I, one other one other thing about that is we're gonna have ways to upgrade cranes. So this is this is level one, and and so level one is a million resin. Uh, nowadays, a lot of people have resin, so that's achievable by you know a small group of players. Future levels are not going to be this way. So if you if you think you're just going to walk up to a, a crane and dump ten million resin into it to upgrade it to level two, uh, you're very very mistaken. So I think there will be more opportunities for the community to participate in upgrading and getting the rewards from the upgrades. Okay. Yeah. All right, who's next? Hey, hey everyone. Hi. So uh, my question is, uh, I know you guys had talked about in the past how Titanium Toaster is growing. Uh, you guys are hiring a larger dev team and stuff like that. I was wondering if uh, Titanium Toaster might be now or in the future looking to hire for any other company positions, back end, like HR, accounting, that kind of stuff. And Bill, that's a question for you. I mean, maybe. Like most of most of our focus on hiring is just to directly improve the game. So having said that, I, I think most of you know like Yarun and I are super slammed. So you know there there's always I think benefit to having some back end people to or you know back office people to help us. But I would say like right now there's no plans to hire anybody in the back office. And so if that changed in the future, would you let us know? Like, would the jobs be open sure. to existing hunters? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, our preference would be to hire people from the community. You know, we obviously we want people who are passionate about the game. And so I think that absolutely makes sense. Thanks, guys. Hello. Hi, IT guy. Hi, Illusion Weaver. Hi, Cuckoo Puffs and everyone in the chat. My name is Trent, but most of you know me as IT guy. And I yeah, gotta say, I, that was an excellent Hunter's Lodge. <laughs> uh, thank you. I feel like I'm on your podcast right now. Exactly. <laughs> I'm extremely stoked for the next three months now. Um, but uh, my my question is regarding the uh, randomizer blueprints for the Hawaii event. I want to know how we're actually going to be able to obtain them and if we can get multiple yeah, of these so blueprints. Okay. The way it's going to work when the event starts, you're gonna the, uh, one of the first uh, the first blueprint you're going to get via the uh, quest chain is going to be one randomizer blueprint, and then once enough Tiki Warriors have been printed. The chief will be content enough and he will open up the shop so everybody can buy unlimited amounts. Ah, okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Ooh, we got 520 people in here. Nice. Oh my goodness. Hell, hey, Suku Chills, Lala PUBG. <laughs> Good evening, chaps. How are you? Doing well. Good stuff. So, my question is in relation to the new mechanic. As you may be aware, I'm a wheelchair user. So I want to know how will a new mechanic impact someone like myself who just rolls around rather than walks around? 
Yeah, so I'm not sure if um, daily walking quests are going to be something that's going to be suitable for you, but that's why they are additional, and that's why, you know, everybody gets the same mystery boxes. So um, it might be that uh, some of the other future mechanics that we're working on, the other activity things that they would work for somebody in a wheelchair, but the walking is is uh, detecting um, gate mechanics, etc. So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hope that they would work for you at this point. ITL. That's fine. Thank you very much. No worries. But actually, before you, uh, just let us know. Let's see what happens as you're moving around in your wheelchair. And if nothing else, it's, it's going to give us some good data that we can use to tune it for you in the future. Yes, I definitely will do that. Hey, Mo Spinach. You can good have afternoon here. Well, my question is uh, pretty simple. Just wondering if you can explain a bit more details about uh, like the thresholds for those walking quests you guys are introducing. In other um, words, what does it take to get from one level to the next? Is it time? Is it distance? Number of steps? It's a, it's a number of steps, but because the uh, step detection in phones is not hyper accurate, we don't want to give an exact number on it because, uh, you know, sometimes it might trigger earlier, trigger later. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure the community will find out like a rough estimate what it would take, but yeah, it's based on steps. And the first, the first couple of milestones should be very easy to complete. So if you just do a walk around the park, you, you, will, you will definitely complete the first milestone. Hey, Marlov, um, good job on the new wiki design. Really cool. Thank you. That was mostly Kevin's work, CAC. But um, yeah, thank you for doing the event. It's really amazing to see all that information. Um, I, have a, I have a question about promotion. You mentioned before last year you, you were planning to have promoter roles. Is that still something on the roadmap? And are you guys planning to have a little bit more promotional material? Like I'm thinking like, you know, like showcasing the gameplay, like you have one video that, that I try to use as much as I can, but is there a plan to have more of that stuff to be available yeah. to help promote the game? Yeah, so first of all, the first part of the question, yes, the promoter is still in the roadmap. Yeah, it's just, you know, there's so much to do, but it's still on there. I, I want to do it. I want to get it done before the end of the year. I'm not sure when yet, but it is on uh, my backlog of things I want to get out. So that's in the second part. Sorry, what was the second part? Like promotional material, like, oh, you know, okay. like, yeah, like videos or graphics, like, you know. Uh, yes, yes, actually, yes. Uh, uh, Renee's team is working on that. They're, they're actually working on new videos for Coined World. So we should be able to, for example, have cool uh, videos to, um, to tease an event and things like that in the future. So, yeah. That is happening. That's amazing, yeah. Yeah, because the one that you, that, we, that I always use is kind of outdated, and it would be amazing to have some some new material. Yeah, thank you. Hi, uh, the backup kid. Hey, what's going on? Hello, everyone. My question is, and I noticed that uh, after the Hunter's Lodge, this was a big question in the chat. But um, as far as the walking mechanic, are we going to be able to connect like wearables, like smartwatches, and possibly get a notification when we've reached a goal? No, the idea is that you're you're walking while hunting. It's not like um, you can just put your phone in your phone in your pocket and you uh, go for a three-hour walk and then you come home and you collect twenty keys. That's not how it works. It's more like if you if you you can do two things, right? You you wake up in the morning, you open your mystery box, you have a chunk of keys, then you can either go hunting with a car and then you don't will not get additional keys, or you can decide to go hunting walking and then while walking you get additional keys. So that's kind of how it works. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Thanks. Yeah, the idea is to promote you, you know, the game, right? So if you're walking, you're opening vaults, and then your keys are getting refreshed so that you're never running out. Like that's that's kind of the ideal way this mechanism is going to work. Hello, stay frozen. Uh, how you doing? Uh, my question was about uh, green vaults. I was wondering if we'd be able to place them in the future, maybe with uh, paying around 50 to 100 keys or something. 
Yes, yeah, so uh, one of the new structures that is going to come in the coming months is uh, the new version of the user vaults. Uh, so the old user vaults will phase out and will be replaced with this new version of user vaults. And the new version of user vaults, just like the HQ now, will have all different upgrade levels. You'll have like a quest chain of to upgrade your user vault, and the more you upgrade, the you know the better stats will be um, you know attached to that user vault. And in, I mean, in my vision, I think eventually it should be be able to be upgraded all the way to a a, a green vault in in okay. some some occasions, of course. We don't want the whole city full of green vaults. Of course, that would break the game. But in some occasions, it should be possible to own a green vault as a user. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Who's next? The next user should be Toasties. Toasties is that the the guy who was asking if happy hour happened? It's probably happy hour. He probably left. Hey, hi Toasties. <laughs> Sorry about that. So I think you know everyone's kind of asked about the question I was going to ask, but maybe in more detail, like for the walking mechanic, is it going to be linked to your like Google Fit type of thing where it's counting your steps or is it something more in game that's able to, you know, track that you're walking and playing the game? No, no, it's it's the game that's gonna be tracking it, but we do use similar techniques like the like any fitness app would to track your uh, steps. So it's combination of multiple things. I'm I'm not gonna go into detail to say all of it, but it's like it's like sensor fusion, you know, we take a bunch of data from different sensors in your phone and we you know, we come up with an estimate of how many steps you're doing. Got it. Awesome, thanks. And also, guys, you know, this is a completely new feature, so it will be uh, on test for a while, and uh, we will obviously be collecting heaps of data around that, and I'm sure uh, eventually we'll get it into a sweet spot where everybody's happy with it. Hey, Logic Troll. Hey, y'all. Good to hear, everyone. Thanks for all the updates in the Hunter's Lodge. Um, just wondering about how the step counting will work compared to pedaling a bike. Yeah, so... Um... We want to have different activity quests for different things you do. So, because what would be a lot of fun is somebody wakes up in the morning, they says, you know what, I'm going to go for a morning walk. And then after lunch, I'm going to go for a bike ride. And both of these activities earn keys for that player. That is something we want to work towards too. So that's, that means that uh, when you're driving a bicycle, it shouldn't trigger walking quests. And if you're walking, it shouldn't trigger bike quests. Will, I'm assuming that's just based on like a speed uh, threshold or... No. It, okay. It, it's it's a, like I said in the previous question. It's a more like sensor fusion. We 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 take a bunch of data from your cell phone and make a prediction right. of what you are doing at that time. Right. Yeah. The accuracy will be interesting on that because even often on my phone it'll count as steps even when I'm pedaling my bike or vice versa. Like you said, it's not always accurate. So yeah. be interesting to see how the data comes. Thanks a lot, guys. You guys are killing it. Thanks. Yeah, it could be very well that uh, you you will be able to um, you know get some keys, get some step rewards from the walking mechanic while you're actually on a bicycle, but that's fine as long as you're not in a car. Hey, Kag. Hey, how you guys doing? So, uh, I good. I really appreciated uh, you guys putting on another Hunter's Lodge. Great presentation. I noticed there was nothing about an auction house API. I know that's something you've talked about, and I'm sure it's you know very far down a, a long list of things that you'd like to do in the future. So I, I understand why it wasn't included in the Hunter's Lodge. Until you're ready to to fully do that however many months from now that may be would it be possible for you guys to provide a, a list of all the items sold in the auction house on a given day i'm kind of like imagining a, a list with the item name the quantity and the number of keys and then the wiki could take that information and make an api available to the public where people could look up price histories for items 
Um, we actually started working already on the API, so so it's it's going to be there sooner than you think. So um, yeah, just sit tight and be a little patient, and you, you'll get it. Oh, all right, even better. Oh, yeah, the you know the the time it takes for us to pull that data that you're asking for, we would be doing it through an API anyway. So we might as well just wait for the API. Great, thanks, guys. Hey, who's next? Anybody else? Maybe maybe we'll do a couple more and then call it a day. Back to work. <laughs> so I have a few questions for players uh, that can't speak because they're busy elsewhere. I'm going to start with one from Wizard13. Uh, Wizard13 asks, is there any insight to adding any other way to get funds out of the game? Maybe Gemini question mark. Uphold is not legal for US in New York State. Thanks. Bill, what's one for you? Yeah, I mean, we're always looking for exchange partners. So if, uh, you know, feel free to connect us with, um, you know, people, you know, at other exchanges, you know, we're, we're not opposed to working with, with as many as possible. In fact, it's preferable to have multiple in a single jurisdiction. Yeah, it's definitely the goal for us to, for, to offer players a choice of where they want to export to. So, uh, you know, probably I, I would say this is probably something we're going to focus more on towards the end of this year and early next year to get more exchange partners uh, added in North America and uh, Canada. Because right now the, we are working a lot with exchange partners right now, but those are the ones for uh, uh, for South America and for Asia. So once we uh, once we have like an exchange partner covered for all the regions in the world, then we can go back to the ones who already had one and just see if we can add additional ones. So it's going to take a while, but it's definitely a plan for us to, to get that sorted out in the future. Okay. Um, one more question I have is from Andrew JB44. Uh, he asks, how are we going to be able to upgrade or forge keys? Very simple. Um, the forge key icon, that, like a key spinner that you normally see when you uh, take a key from a keyboard, that icon will now be in your inventory under your keys. So you will just do it from your inventory. So you can do it anywhere, anytime. Great. Thanks. We'll move on to the remaining players that have questions. Yeah, awesome. Hey, the one and only Zach, owner of the legendary blueprint. Hey, what's up? Can you guys hear me? Yes. Hey, so my question, I hope you didn't go over it earlier. I missed a couple of minutes of the Hunter's Lodge, but I was curious for the Keys for Walking, what the daily cap is at the start. I know you said that you would be working on it and uh, I guess molding it into what you want it to be, but just curious where it would start off. Let me say it like this. Um, you know, sometimes you see uh, Hunters posting their uh, steps they did in a day. Oh, I, I only saw one screenshot of a guy who would have who would have had enough steps in one day to cover all eight milestones. Smooch. Yeah. So it's <laughs> gonna you're gonna walk you're gonna you're gonna walk your ass off. Oh, sorry. Uh, in nice. order to get all eight milestones. But it's all like right, I said, cool. it's not linear. It's not linear. So you, in the beginning, it goes a lot easier. Yep. Cool. Awesome. You guys are doing great. Bill, let me know if you need me to buy you a mic. I think it was a uh, user error on Illusion Weaver's part. So. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? Hey, boss. First off, just want to say, great Hunter's Lodge. Love what you guys are doing. But can we get more in the AH, please? Come on. More what? <laughs> more stuff going on in the auction house. I'm just kidding. Uh, my question right now is about the blueprint prints and if we're going to have the numbers on them. So, like, each QB will have the number printed for the blueprint? Yeah, yeah, and I know. Um, I talked to the devs about that, and they were going to look into it, and then I forgot. So I'll, I'll um, follow up on that. Okay, no problem. Thank you. Yeah. I would I would absolutely love for it that to be so that that would be the the way it should be so you know if you print three QBs then the first one you should print should have a number on it. Yes, so, I've been thinking of it as like uh, Pokemon cards, you know, mm -hmm. 
first editions are always worth more. Yeah, totally get that. So I, I think that is an easy win for us. So I'm like pretty sure that will be like that. But the problem is not until we start actually looking deeper into the technology and our partner, where we're going to do the NFT minting with, that's when those things will uh, solidify. So I can't really say yet, but yes, it's something that I want to do as well. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Hello, Dubbot88. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, So yeah, first of all, thank you guys for everything that you've been doing and working on the past terrible months. The game's come a long way. It's, it's a lot of fun. My question is regarding the auction house. I thought somewhere I'd heard someone maybe mentioned that it could possibly make its way into like an away from home base menu. I was wondering if that was something that was... You, you mean like accessing the auction house away from home? Yeah, because I'm personally, I'm away from my house a lot. So I feel like I lose a lot of options because I can't get back in there and rebid on things. Yeah. So you know, being able to access that outside of your home was something yeah. you guys are working on. We have we have several ideas of how we can like you know make that easier for someone in your situation, but nothing really concrete yet. So I can't really say details. But yeah, we 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 are we are thinking about a couple of different ideas of how we can alleviate that problem. Okay, that's all I can ask for. Thanks, guys. No worries. I mean, it is it. I think it's in everyone's incentives to make the auction house more accessible. So. Um, We'll, mm -hmm. we're, we're figuring stuff out. We definitely want to keep improving it. Okay, maybe let's do one more. All right. Hey, Crypto Hobo. Hey, guys. Good evening from, uh, from the UK. Awesome. To say, thanks for an awesome game. We're all having loads of fun joining you guys on the buddy quest and stuff. Really cool to do some interstate, intercontinental kind of stuff. My question's about stats. Just wondering if there's any chance of some more kind of in-game, in-depth stats, because uh, it seems like quite a lot of us are pretty geeky in this respect. So, like, breakdowns on uh, trivia accuracy or something like that across categories would be really cool. Yeah. I totally agree. That would definitely be cool. And it's something we want to do, but um, it is low priority at the moment. There's so many other things we need to do. So I'm not going to lie. I think it's probably going to be a 2023 thing. Okay. Um, one other really quick question, if possible. Just wondering what the current status is for ByteDU. Like the transfers are on the way. Are we waiting for a specific event to trigger? Like enough people um, to make gas worthwhile or something? Oh, no, totally no. not. No. Yeah, like it's something that we were really focused on right now. So we ran into a, I don't want to say it's like a legal challenge, but we ran into like more of a process challenge around uh, around doing the exports, but we have a solution now. So okay. I expect it'll get resolved sometime in April. Um, okay, cool. It, it, but it's going to happen. Like we are, we've prioritized this pretty high on the list of things that Yarun and I want to solve. Yeah, it's all good. Um, no, no worries. The uh, the changing landscape makes it difficult at the same time, you know. EU legislation yep. changed yesterday and stuff like that. So it's all good. We just keep on stacking those stats. That's it. That's the spirit. Related to related to like specific stats and and things like that. I mean, I, I think we've talked before. Like we want to have a, you know long term achievements in the game, and so stats really come into play. So like Yarun said, we're probably not going to be able to get to it you know before uh, the next anniversary event, but we do want to have some really cool rewards and challenge people, right? If, if you're, uh, I, I see a lot of discussion from players where they, they have certain categories that they really like for trivia. And so they always hammer those, but we want to give you rewards for spreading that out and going into other, uh, other categories. So there could be special QBs or special achievements for the number of questions that you answer 
uh, correctly in in certain given categories. So if you want to, if you're a hardcore QB collector and a hardcore achievement collector, you're going to want to spread your answers out across tons and tons of categories. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's do one Block more. Blockboy was here and then he disappeared. Oh, there he is. Hey, Blockboy. No. What's up, everybody? Hey. When are you going to stream, Blockboy? <laughs> oh, that's the question of the day. Um, actually, it's the question of the last few months. Um, soon is what I keep telling everybody. I haven't nailed down a date, but coming soon. Awesome. So a uh, couple quick questions. Now that Uphold carries Suku coin, when will the U.S. and Canada see that event here? Okay, so I have uh, not so good news on that. So no, yes, no. now that Suku is on Uphold, technically it is possible, but it's still up to to uh, Suku to do to give the green light. And uh, I think due to uh, you know you know uh, legal issues, they decided not to do it at this point. Oh, so all right, you heard that, Coin Hunters. Everybody's got a hashtag when Coin Hunt World at Suku. Okay, and then one other quick question, if I may. Sure. When can we see something along the lines of like QB level upgrades or, you know, achievements attached to that? Oh, that's all coming. Uh, but I think that's going to end up being the next Hunter's Lodge. So, oh, okay. you know, if you saw Yarun's roadmap, structures come first. And then Perfect. once structures come, then there will be stationing QBs into structures. Mm -hmm. and, then and then once we have be... that, then we have yeah. we're thinking about a level level up your QB system. So it won't happen. It's going to be a while. So it's not going to be, we need to have these other stepping stones in place before we can do that. Because right now it doesn't matter if your QB is level one or 18. I mean, what's the point, right? So uh, we'll get there, but you know, we need to, we need to do a lot of other steps first, but uh, yeah. We're Come illusion. We, you, know, you know the point, it's just, you do it to do it. You got to <laughs> catch them all. You got to have them all. You got to level them up. You got to do all you do all the things, you know? Hey, about that. Oh, sorry. Do you have your... that you can level it up within Coin Hunt World? It might require other things outside of this game to level them up. We haven't oh, decided some of these mechanics yet. So I love that. Now, now you're saying too much. <laughs> I can't wait to see what's up at Yamashiro too. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. We've got actually quite a few different things that are happening in in LA, and then uh, and then like I said, we've got some stuff that's gonna happen in in vegas and then also in new york so that's uh, awesome really, one times ahead yeah and and you know we want to do more of these things across the world so some of these you know some of these brands find us some of them i've had relationships with or have friends that have relationships with you know my rolodex isn't super deep in canada or the uk so if you've got friends you know if you know people who who would love to get foot traffic or do some kind of cool nft slash metaverse integration with their brand feel free to send them my way and we yep. you know we love having those discussions you know when it when it uh, and i'll tell you just because of the power of our community because of what you guys are achieving out there you know from like the the work that's done in the week wiki the amount of people that engage with us in discord and social media it's really easy for us to win win brands over and show them the power of our platform. We just have to get in front of them. And so that's another area where I'm going to turn over to the community and say, like, if you have relationships with people and uh, with brands that you think want to be part of the metaverse and have no idea how to get there, I can tell you that we're winning. We, we can win competitive bids against any other metaverse platform because what we do is really easy to understand. It's yep. not virtual. You don't have to sit around with 3D glasses. You don't have to, 
you know, buy artists to go design really like, you know, it's not in the same thing. You know, what we do is complementary to what other pure virtual metaverses are. But for most brands out there, what we do is really easy to understand. So it's just a matter of us getting getting in front of them. So, uh, you know, we're going to appeal to the community, you know, just like you've been helping us grow and get more players. If you have relationships with other brands, that's uh that can be really helpful for us. I love that. More to follow on that. Hey, you guys, signing off. I really appreciate everything. You guys know that I love the ride. Um, can't wait to see what's next. And uh, hopefully I'll be streaming soon. Can't wait to see everybody there when I do. Thanks again, guys. Bye, blog boy. All right, guys, let's uh, let's uh, make that last one. So uh, thanks, everybody, for coming. I hope you're all uh, just as excited as I am about uh, upcoming changes. I can't wait to get them in your hands and get some feedback. And I know the Hawaii event uh, is going to be epic. Uh, you know, there are a couple of surprises I haven't talked to you guys about, etc. So, uh, and also I haven't showed the turtle, which is absolutely crazy good. Favorite yeah, QB ever. People are nuts for the turtle. And... <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, and the tiki thing. Uh, I think, you know, it's going to take some months for people to figure out what to do with all the tiki warriors or even collect them all. But when you guys figure it out, it's going to blow your mind. All right. Thanks, everybody.